Welcome to episode... Are we episode 96? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Episode 96 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we are coming to you from Japan. You can find us at TDRExplorer.com, on Twitter at TDRExplorer, and on Instagram under the same name, um, as well as Facebook.com slash TDRExplorer. I'm your host, uh, Patricia, the official photographer for TDR Explorer, and you can find me on Twitter at DreamSweetsLove and on Instagram under the same name. And I have been fretting over visa and passport woes uh, because I've been planning a trip to Shanghai. And it's everything's okay now, so we can get excited. <laughs> um, and and that that person you hear with the charming laugh in the background that is the co-host of this podcast uh, and the guy who basically runs everything on the website he is the mastermind behind all of this chris uh tell us about yourself well i guess i am the mastermind <laughs> you're the, master, you're the <laughs> um, evil mastermind <laughs> no i am you're the, the evil good, mastermind i'm the i'm the evil master you're the good <laughs> you're the you're the good one i'm the bad one the, the evil witch and the good witch yes. or something like yes. that. Yes, you're the good you're you're the good witch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, well, besides being the evil mastermind or the good witch or whatever I am, um I, I'm also the chief content editor for T D R Explorer. And when I'm not ruling kingdoms I would say it's a know. kingdom. Sure. When I'm not doing that, um you'll also find me eating all the seasonal food at the parks. And <laughs> Uh, if you want to follow my adventures um, that are outside of Disney, uh, you can find me on my personal Twitter at Explorer Nelge, and that's Explorer N I L G H E. And hint, that's my last name. So, <laughs> no, they'll be able um, to track you down. Don't give them your last name. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's already out there. So whatever. It's all good. And. Um, if if anyone's been following me personally, like on my Twitter and my Instagram, you would have seen I was in Australia the last two weeks. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. But it looked so cool. It was. It was well, and it's winter down there too. So it was cool and cold. <laughs> it was. It was. But I will talk a little bit more about that in the news section because I have some fun news to share that I just thought of that Ooh, I just remembered. Okay. But first, we're going to talk about Patreon. Patreon. First, I want to thank everybody who is contributing to our Patreon. You explorers are fantastic. You help keep this podcast going. And if you'd like to contribute to our Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash tdrnow. I'll also have a link in the show notes. And what do you do there? You pledge money to the podcast that helps us keep it going. And in return, we give you some perks. And one of our most popular perks is the uh, 
$15 or more pledge, and that gets you access to our bonus episodes. We currently have seven bonus episodes already. So you get access to all the past ones, but also all the future ones. And on there, we talk about things that we wouldn't really talk about on the normal podcast. Like, um, well, what was our last one? We talked about um, how to how to live the Disney lifestyle oh, in Japan. Right. <laughs> and and there's also a lot of cursing, a lot of and a lot of drinking. You know, things that we normally wouldn't do on on this version of the podcast (laughs) so if you would like to hear our bonus episodes you can do so by pledging $15 or more or you can also pledge $5 and what does that get you that gets you 24 hours access wait I said that wrong it gets you early access to our podcasts 24 hours before everybody else and how awesome is that And, of course, you can pledge any amount you want. We have a whole bunch of different perks on there as well. So you can go and check those out. Um, One that we recently did was if you pledge $75 or more, Patricia and I will both go to the park parks of your choosing. And we will eat what you tell us to eat. And we will report back on the podcast. And we recently did that for Magellan's and it was fantastic. So we want Patricia to break her diet one more time. Well, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe maybe fifty more times. I don't know. So, um, yeah. if you like, if you'd like to get Patricia to break her diet, you can do so by pledging the seventy five dollars. And the good thing with that, you can do it for the one month, and then you can reduce it back down if you would like to. So you don't have to keep paying seventy five each month. You can do it for one month and then switch it down to something lower. All right. Enough about uh, Patreon wait, there. Wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. Don't stop and don't stop yet. Wait, what, what about our new goal? Oh, right. I forgot about our goal. Um, I'm so excited about this goal. Oh. You don't understand. I'm like, I want this goal to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. So our new goal um, on Patreon, um, if we reach it, we will do one extra episode for everybody. Everybody will get access to this episode. And it's going to be a 30-minute episode where we just answer questions. And that'll and they can be questions not only about Tokyo Disney Resort, but it can be about Hong Kong, Shanghai. And it could be also like general travel to those places as well. And same with Japan. So we'll answer all your different questions. And pretty soon, Patricia will be um, joining the club where she's been to all, all the Asia, Asian Disney parks. Yo, Team Asia. So you're going to be an expert very, very soon. Oh, no, man. Although <laughs> I feel like, I, you know what I do? I've been like trolling the the wait times app for weeks now. <laughs> so maybe I'm getting, I'm getting to be an expert on the wait times and what, what attractions run out of fast passwords and all that. So maybe, maybe. <laughs> You'll get there. You'll get there. Trust I'm me. I'm kind of obsessive. A little bit, but that's okay. So our goal is to reach $500 a month. And we are just under halfway there. So I know that if everyone that listens to the podcast even pledges just a dollar, we will easily reach that goal. So it's a dollar. Yeah, let's make it happen. Super easy, super easy. So just go to patreon.com slash TDR now. All right, enough enough about that. Enough about that. Let's get to the show. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So here's what we're talking about. We got a crab po- uh, crab forecast. 
mm-hmm. the beloved crowd forecast. Um, and let me tell you, you're going to need it because this season is crazy. I went I went to Yokohama today, okay? And it was a madhouse there. And I don't even want to think about what Disney was like today, but I guess we're going to hear about what it's going to be like uh, in, in this coming week. Um, we got our news. We've got our guide to Duffy and Friends. Yay, Duffy and Friends. Um, our park tip and our listener questions. Um, so let's get this going. Okay, let's go with the, with the news first. News. This is all like Duffy and Friends related news, oddly enough. We have a theme today. Yeah, we really do. We really do. So this one I'm, I'm actually really excited for. And I like as soon as I can find a cheap flight, I'm going to Hong Kong. Oh my god! If I could Stella Lou, Stella Lou, um, the merch, every—I mean, everything, everything. Okay, I can't, I can't. So Stella Lou, Stella Lou is doing a meet and greet at Hong Kong Disneyland now. Okay, but who called it? Who you called did. it, Chris? Who called it? I called you it did. because I am telling you, I know their scheme now. What they do, and that's why they pushed her out so quick. They pushed her out so quick because they make the merch that they're going to sell here, sure, but then they um, license it out to Hong Kong. I'm telling you, I don't know for sure, but I am like 98% sure, okay? <sighs> that's so, it's, it's, yeah, it's a weird business decision. I don't uh-huh. know why they're doing it. I know but... why they're doing it because Hong Kong pays for the license. They get exclusivity so they get the greetings which we don't get so we're not going to get Stalalu here. I'm telling you right now. I'm calling that too. <laughs> well, yeah, it's been what, three years now? We still don't have a Gelatoni meet and greet. Mm-hmm. I bet you we get him in two years because I bet you it's a five-year exclusivity. Uh... That's probably, you're probably right. You're probably right. I'm telling you, oh my I, goodness. I might be. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Stella Lou is doing a meet and greet now at Hong Kong Disneyland. So you can meet her and Gelatoni and Duffy and Shelly May. I'm really thinking so you can meet Shelly May. Uh, yeah, you, you can meet the whole gang in Hong Kong Disneyland, but you can't meet them all here, which is very strange. But um, one thing I did notice um, for the merchandise for Stella Lou so, you know, my, like, turquoise-colored gelatoni sweater that I bought from Hong Kong? I know it so well. It's wonderful. <gasps> There's a Stella Lou version. I feel like I don't need that. I do. Are you going <laughs> to buy the Stella Lou version? Like, seriously? Yes. If there is, like, a, like a, a guy's size, I will buy it. Although, for Easter, <gasps> it could look pretty sharp. And it's purple. And it's, it's really, purple. It's perfect. I like purple. I look good in purple. I know I do. So I'm going to buy no. it. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. No, for Easter, it's kind of perfect. Okay, I get it. I get it. And on top of that, there's also some new snacks. Yeah. Uh, there's like this milkshake thing. Um, and also Stella Lou dim sum. Yes! So if you want, So if you want to eat Stella Lou, <laughs> you, you can do it at Hong Kong. Oh, my goodness. Oh. But yeah, the dim sum. Okay, is that not to die for? Uh huh. Uh huh. I would. So when I go, I'm gonna meet Stella Lou, and then I'm gonna buy her merchandise. Then then I'm gonna go eat her dim sum. And I mean that restaurant, like like aside from like the Stella Lou dim sum, like the dim sum at that restaurant is so darn good, and it's so Disney. It's like a it's like a whole experience. I would recommend going there regardless if they had Stella Lou or not. You know, it's just great. Yeah, doing like doing the dim sum is like. One of the things you cannot miss when you go to Hong Kong. Yeah. 
It's one, it's like just one of those things. It's just you have to do it. Just like if you come to, to Tokyo, you have to go to the, to the Teddy Roosevelt Lounge. You have to have the Green Alien Mochi. It's just yep. like those things that just define the park in a sense mm-hmm. that you just you just need to do it. So, all right. Now let's talk about Christmas. <laughs> we're not even we're not even done summer yet, and we're already talking about Christmas. It's still really hot. I mean, it was a little cooler today, but it's still really hot outside. It's still yeah, it's so hot. Oh my god. So anyway, <laughs> we have the details for Christmas at Tokyo Disney Resort now. They're jumping the gun, it seems like. But um, so well, we we kind of knew this already. But Christmas is running from November eighth until December twenty fifth, like it does every year. Um, and there's not a lot of not a lot different from the past three years. So we have the Disney Christmas stories at Tokyo Disneyland, which is their daytime parade, um, and the decorations and stuff. And at Disney Sea, we're gonna have the Christmas wishes again, um, with the the uh, nighttime harbor show and the daytime harbor show, a perfect Christmas. Um, and don't worry, I have all this on the website, all written out for you, so you can go and check that out. It'll be on the front page, so just. Go to txport.com and it'll, it'll be there for you. Um, but the biggest thing to note is our new projection show that is just for Christmas, which is replacing Once Upon a Time, which ends on November 6th. And this new projection show is called Disney Gifts of Christmas. So that's kind of the only new thing we're getting besides merchandise, which we'll the talk about in a second. looks good at least. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, uh, never mind. Let's just talk about the merchandise now. Let's because I think that's the only thing kind of worth talking about right the now. You Duffy, know, because I mean? the merchandise is fantastic. The Duffy and Friends merchandise. Oh my goodness! Oh, I need it. There is Nutcracker themed outfits. How perfect is that? It's it's way it's they they look gorgeous. Um, they do. I have not bought a, a big size character costume in. Maybe a couple of years now, I think. And I think it's time to buy a, a costume for Gelatoni. Gelatoni's, I, I think Gelatoni's is the best. It really is. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's like, it's so majestic. No, that's not the word. It's kind of majestic. Is it? <laughs> okay. He he looks like a king. He is. Yes, he does. Which it is so fitting amazing. for a cat. Yes. It is so fitting for a cat. It really There's is. There's something about it. There's something about I mean, and Stella Luz is also... They're all really cute. They're all they really are. cute. But the Gelatoni one in particular, I really, really like the design. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, guys, I know you're listening right now, but whatever you're doing, pause the podcast. <laughs> we will forgive you. Pause it. Go to the website and check out these costumes. Trust me. You're going to freak out because we're freaking out. We're freaking out. And I need, and, I kind of needed something to freak out after reading the. Okay, so we we read the news announcement for what's the entertainment for Christmas, and there's kind of like a big thing missing. What's that? Big Bambi. Oh my goodness! I didn't even notice that because it, oh my goodness, you're right. Uh huh. There's no Christmas Big Bambi. No. Why? <laughs> Oh, you just made me sad. I know, I'm sad too. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know, maybe they'll announce it later? Ugh. Uh. 
You're right. I forgot about that. Oh, that sucks. That's the only thing I was kind of looking forward to because I knew we already kind of knew the entertainment was going to be the same as last year, except for the stupid projection show, which nobody cares about anyway. But, <laughs> you know, I that's the one thing where I would like so my annual pass expires at the end of august and halloween is the same and christmas is the same but that was the thing that i was going to renew for i'm like okay christmas big van beat is coming and that is 100 percent worth it for sure and it's like the one thing my son also looks forward to so much he's like okay let's go let's go to disney and he doesn't normally say let's go to disney you know um although he's been getting a little better lately but like I mean, we get free tickets from time to time from cast member friends. And I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it to renew until maybe after Christmas. Because, like, there's not Mm. a lot going on. That's true. You know? Mm. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking about, like, the renewal window now. Fair enough. Oh, man. I'm so, I'm so upset about that. But I'm I'm still optimistic. I'm like maybe they forgot. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they forgot. Yeah, someone over there forgot to announce it. So yeah, yeah let's let's get it going. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, the 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 Duffy merchandise looks really cute. Even though we just know what the costumes are, and also the skating. There's like the skating Duffies, the ice skating themed Duffies. Those I'm less. I'm less like enth- I don't I don't care so much about those. So they, yeah. I mean, they are cute, but like I don't know, they're not as beautiful looking. Yeah, well, and they're and they're just um, the little plush keychains too. They're not the full costumes, I don't think. Yeah, but so. you know, it's always really different when you see them in the website and then when you see them in person. Yeah, and sometimes when you see them in person, they look even cuter, and you're like, oh, actually, I do need it. You yeah, know what I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. P- pictures, yeah, like these promo pictures don't really do them justice half the time. No. It's so dangerous. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Oh, 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 and and one one more thing. Oh. So there's also the snow snow merchandise that's coming back again this year. I love that stuff. But but they're adding Chip and Dale. Dude, I'm and Chip you, and Dale. someone out there loves you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh well, maybe they don't love me, they just love my money. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. And I don't let know. me tell you, like the the what the one thing that is looking fantastic for Christmas, the decorations is looking good. Of course, they put a lot into the decorations lately, and um, the merch is where they're really killing it. The merch looks beautiful. So yeah, they've been doing such a good job with the merch lately. Like it's strange. I know. For at least, at reason. least you know. <laughs> so true. Uh, okay um so this is this piece of news it's not really news it's more just uh yeah anyway um so while i was down in australia um i did a impromptu meetup oh i saw pictures yeah so we did two meetups uh we did one in canberra and where um, it was it was it was a smaller gathering. There was three of us, and it was really really lovely. Um, got to uh, meet up with Sophie and Zach, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, we talked about Tokyo, Hong Kong, Shanghai, like we talked about it all. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then we also met did a meet up in Sydney, and this is um, this meet up was uh, put on by the Down Under Disneyana Club. And I just want to say a big thank you to 
um, for a big thank you to them for setting it up. It was a lot of fun. Uh, There's about 14 to 15 of us. And I know. Yeah. (laughs) And I know some of you are listening. So thank you so, so much for showing up. And I can't wait to see you up here. So make sure you let us know when you're coming so we can meet up again. And it was a lot of fun. It, it, was a, it was a lovely time in Sydney. Okay. Well, now that we're done talking about um, the news, that took a little longer than expected. But that happens when there's new merchandise. So um, let's talk about the crowd forecast. All right. Oh, my gosh. So. Uh, I know, I know, yeah. I know. So we get the crowd forecast information from tdrnavi.jp. Uh, they have crowd forecast information up to six months in advance, and they have it available in Japanese, but also in English. So make sure you check them out when you're trying to plan exactly what days you want to visit. So this is for the week of August 14th, 2017, and we're at the tail end of the Obon week. And it's busy at both parks. Um, And by busy, I mean it's going to be 90 plus or even capacity is what they're predicting. It's summer vacation and Obon week is is a holiday. A lot of people take the full week off to go traveling. Um, And of course, people are going to be going to the resort. And it's going to be very, very busy. (laughs) Um, it does slow down midweek and by slow down I mean it's going to be like 70 out of 100 (laughs) so not really that much slower just a little bit Um, and then when we go into the weekend it's going to be normal weekend crowds and it's probably going to hit pretty close to capacity so it's busy it's summer, it's busy, it's hot it is what it is But today don't worry. It was cool, at least. It's, we've it was weird, weird today. Lately. Yeah. It was really hot, like 37 the other day, 37 yeah. degrees Celsius, whatever that is in Fahrenheit. The other day. Yeah. yeah. And then today, what was it, 22, 22, you could, 23? You could wear a jacket today, I would even yeah, it's, say. That is really unusual for middle of August. It's like it's supposed to be the hottest month of the year. I don't know what's going on. I feel like we're going to have a cold September, which we haven't had in a few years now. So it's yeah, because be it's kind of interesting. Maybe it'll snow this year, like I'm proper hoping... snow, proper snow, like not just snow, not just wet snow. We need <laughs> a blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the blizzard of 2014. <laughs> I will be there. You know me. If they snow, we will be there. <laughs> Oh I'm a Florida girl. I freak out. I'm like, oh my god, it's white outside. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give myself frostbite. <laughs> I don't do that. That's not fun. Trust me. It's not fun. <laughs> Coming from a Canadian, that is not fun. No. Trust me on that one. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. So, okay. our theme, this podcast, is Duffy and friends man and speaking of cold days you need duffy and friends to hold on a cold day to warm you up that's so true especially especially the the really big one the giant the one. big ones the giant ones not in the I, summer i wonder yeah don't, don't do it in the summer no that's gross i wonder when they're gonna have a stella lou one and like is she gonna be like seven feet tall because of her ears i'm still waiting for a giant gelatoni <laughs> well is it well i guess the well, what's the big one that you can hold? What size is that considered? 
it's like a medium. Wait, is it is it medium? I think it's medium. I think the the like the one that you buy that you buy clothes for is the S size, and then the big one is a medium, and then the giant one is like L size. I think I don't know. Something like that, but yeah, the 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 really big ones are like what four hundred dollars or something ridiculous. That's so expensive, but you know what? I really really want it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. So we're going to talk about, um, well, this is going to be like your guide to Duffy and friends, because now there's so much going on in this little world. It's kind of hard to figure out what's going on, especially if you've never experienced Duffy before or like never experienced Duffy in Japan, I should say, because he's, he's a big deal here, as you probably already know. Along I, with all his friends. I feel like a lot of people are like, who, who is this bear? <laughs> yeah, who like, is this bear? And where, where did he come from? And the funny thing is, as we're going to get into, he actually came from America first. Yeah, he did. Oddly enough. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. No, so, the funny thing is, okay, okay, so you should start. Go, go, go. Because this, well, this, this is so, there's so much. So. Uh, when I was researching this, um, I was looking at some of the English information, like on Wikipedia and, and stuff like that, and I found the information's not very good or it's really outdated. Yeah. So I went and looked at the Japanese websites and Wikipedia, and there's so much information out there in Japanese. I'm like, how am I going to condense this into a, into a hour podcast? So, um. <laughs> I try to condense it as much as I can, and hopefully I'll have a, a, a written guide at some point as well. But doing my best here, doing my best. Um, so the history of Duffy. Duffy wasn't always Duffy. No. Uh, Duffy was back in 2002. Duffy first appeared as the Disney bear as a he was a marketing gimmick to promote the opening of the once upon a once upon a toy store at Walt Disney World's downtown Disney, which is now Disney Springs. Yeah. Yeah. Do you um, remember the Disney bear? No, not at all. I remember and I remember and now I kick myself for not having bought like the Disney bear when it was a Disney bear because they used to have like these colored versions like that were pink oh, yeah. and like I forgot what other because they had like w like for the first baby or something. So they had like a pink and a blue and they had like with like these little pajamas and stuff. And then um, over here a few years later, those were going for like a fortune and they were super cheap in the U.S. And I think you could even get them at like the what is it? The you know, the store where they sell like the extra goods for like a lower price. What is it called? The where not the warehouse. What? You know what I mean? The the Overstock store? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Shoot. What Something is it like called? that. Yeah. Uh, but they I had like a the Disney version of that, right? Like at right. the outlet malls and stuff. And they would have that. And I'm like, oh, my God. I could have gotten them for like so cheap, <laughs> you know? And they were like over here. They were like a fortune. Anyway. So, yeah, I remember those. And I was like, oh, you know, like they're okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. It was. It didn't really work. Um, so, um this the disney bear he already had a mickey silhouette face mm -hmm. plus he had the mickey marks on his face or sorry on his feet and his left hip yeah um but he didn't really have a name and he didn't have a backstory his backstory is very it was very market centered or yeah. like 
you know, it wasn't very well thought out, I guess. Um, but he was magically, definitely, or sorry, the Disney bear was magically brought to life by Tinkerbell when Mickey was in front of um, Cinderella's castle in the Magic Kingdom. Uh-huh. Like, Mickey was wishing he had a friend or something like that. And poof, Tinkerbell's like, okay, like, okay, here, I'm going to play God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, you know, a, a bear that's alive now. So it didn't do very well. Um, and you know, it went away, but no, then it was there. It stayed, it stayed for like, it stayed even when there was Duffy over here. Cause I remember going back and seeing it like in the States. So it was, it was there for a while, but it wasn't like a thing. It was just like, no. maybe if you went with like your baby or like a little kid and they wanted a teddy bear, Oh look, this is a Disney teddy bear. You would get it like that, you know, but it wasn't like anything popular. It was just like another piece of merchandise that you could buy at the souvenir shop, you know? Yeah, there was there was no there was nothing like there's no emotion behind it. There was no, no there's no driver to get people to do it. It was like so, a magnet or a pen or whatever. Just one of those things that you pick up, right? Yeah, there's generic, generic stuff. Um, so, yeah, that was a flop. And then OLC, the company that owns Tokyo Disney Resort... Um, acquired the rights for Duffy, well, sorry, the Disney bear, and renamed him to Duffy and began began aggressively marketing him to the Japanese at Tokyo Disney Sea in 2005. Okay, but before that happened, okay, so at Tokyo Disney Sea, they were selling Duffy, but he wasn't called Duffy when they first started selling him. He was, I think he was also called the Disney bear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he looked like Duffy. Like this Disney bear, you could tell was better quality because I remember coming to Tokyo Disney Sea and I remember it was Christmas time. And I'm like, oh, this is a really cute teddy bear. Like it was like a really well-made. It was like the Duffy that we have today. It was like a really well-made teddy bear. I'm like, oh, it's really cute. And I remember like and if anybody, you know, remembers, correct me if I'm wrong, but they would sell him in American Waterfront outside, like at one of the little kiosks in um, in American Waterfront, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was even outside. It wasn't even in the Cape Cod store specifically. And what happened and, and again, if anybody's listening, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, people started to, you know, buy the teddy bears and they would dress it up. In the costumes, I guess. I don't know. And maybe that's when OLC noticed and they marketed it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Or they they took that and maybe it was a flop and they rebranded it as Duffy. And that's when people started making costumes. I'm not sure exactly when it happened. But people at one point started making their own costumes for it. Because Duffy like was not like costume heavy at first. No, he was just a, a, just a bear. bear. Just yeah. a teddy bear. Right. So... Once they started marketing him um, as Duffy the Disney Bear, um, he was given a proper backstory, which we'll talk about in a moment. Um, and he made his home in Cape Cod, at, yeah. which is one which is one of the ports at Tokyo Disney Sea. And he was sold. He start he was sold in Ant Pegs exclusively at Ant Pegs. Mm-hmm. And then he eventually replaced the show Donald Duck's Boat Builders with my friend Duffy at Cape Cod Cookoff. Okay, but let's go and let's rewind a little bit before that. Because mm-hmm. um, before that, like he, the popularity started to ramp up. Okay, so it got to the point where, because I feel like Donald's Boat Builders was before the 20, like was they, the change was after the 25th anniversary, right? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so for the 25th anniversary, I remember it was crazy because what they started to do for that anniversary was that they would release like the cast member costumes. So they would release like the costume of like the balloon vendor at Disneyland and the Haunted Mansion costume and like the Tower of Terror costume and the Hotel Miracosta like uh, cast member costume. So they were starting to release those and those would, I kid you not, they would sell out like within a day or two and they would not come back. They would just boom, sell out. It And it got to the point where it was getting like really crazy where you, the minute it came out, you had to snap it up or it would be gone. You know, so there was like a point where it really got to a frenzy and then like and then they introduced the 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 Duffy show um, where Donald's boat builders was. And and like at one point, I'm like, oh, my God, are they going to make an attraction? What's going to happen here? Because it is like just out of control. And for the 25th anniversary and a few years before that, they used to have like a greeting with Duffy and Santa. So you used to be able to do like a greeting with Santa at Disney Sea and you could take a picture with Santa and Duffy. And the line for that was always like five hours, like always around five hours give or take but it was not much shorter than that so maybe four and a half hours maybe six hours <laughs> sounds it, about so right it hit this peak where it was just out of control so it was yeah um as you said the 25th anniversary of tokyo disney resort which is 2008 that's when duffy really i guess went mainstream if you want to call it that it was with, nuts yeah with um with um, these costumes that you you talked about, um, and some like they re-released some of them for the tenth anniversary. Remember when we had to vote? Yeah. For, like, and it was like I think one of them, one or two, the, of the like, ones that I had. <laughs> yeah, um, where they re-released a couple of these. I think I it was like. I wish they would re-release five? all of them. I wish they would have like a catalog that you could order them because like there's a couple of the cast costumes that I really, really wish I had gotten. Uh, I would have. I, I would have got the haunted mansion one or the tower of terror or both. Right. Like, Gondolier, oh the balloon vendor. I really like, wanted. That was really smart on their part. Yeah. That was so smart. Um, and then of course um, this is when they start. Um, they also added like eventually they added all the like the photo spots and stuff. I'm not too mm-hmm. sure exactly when they did it, but they added the photo spots and that just added to the whole, you know, people buying costumes, making costumes. Like Duffy just took on a whole life of his own, basically. And I I wonder I wonder if Duffy is the thing that kind of keeps Tokyo Disney Resort going in a sense because <laughs> he is such a moneymaker. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like like you can make anything with Duffy and people will buy it. People will buy it. It's it's insane. Like it really is. I mean, like I don't think I don't think people from the states understand like how intense like people that like Duffy are here. And I mean like you like it gets to the, the the only bad thing is that it gets to the point where and a lot of the Duffy people are really chill, but I think some people like that are not like they're not like like regular like Disney goers get kind of creeped out by it, unfortunately. So Duffy, in a sense, like it hit that peak. And then Duffy also kind of has like a little bit of a bad name because of it. You know, people get kind of like a little like grossed out by like, yeah. you know what I mean? 
Yeah, Duffy has... Um, Unfortunately. Yeah, like, I guess Duffy has, like, a, a very... Like, Duffy has his fans, and he has his, like, fans. Casual people, and then he has, like, the fans, and then he has like the, the people, people that are, that are like, turned off by it. Yeah, like, there's people that are, like, I guess, you know, obsessed with Duffy, in a sense. Duffy and, and friends. And you get that in any fandom, yeah, for sure. any fandom. But, like, it's... Like, I guess they, they stand out a lot, you know, because you they're very visible, you know? Yeah. You will notice them in the parks. Um, they're usually the people that are carrying around, you know, 60 Duffies or, <laughs> and I'm not kidding. I wish I was. Um, you know, things like that. Um, and they're not bad people. No, they're know. not. They're, they're, they're just very hardcore fans. They're, exactly. they're really, really passionate about Duffy and his friends. Um, so... Let's talk about um, Duffy and his back, like his background story, and then we can talk about the other friends too because they're important. Yeah, his friends let's are get important. To the other friends. Okay, so, okay, so let's. What's the new background story now? So, well, with Duffy, um, Duffy was created by Minnie as a gift for Mickey because Mickey was going on a voyage and she didn't want Mickey to feel lonely, so she decided to play God and yeah. create life. <laughs> this, this story <laughs> and i like how she's like a flawed creator too because like duffy like none of her creations are like are perfect right like duffy's like a little nah. and, and when, you know <laughs> he's not all there you know what i mean and <laughs> he's a sweetheart <laughs> you know <laughs> she tried really hard but she did she did <laughs> she and then uh then there's shelly may which is Duffy's best friend. Yeah. Um, and how she came about was Duffy wanted a best friend after he saw how Mickey and Minnie were best friends. And Duffy was lonely. He's like, oh, I want a best friend too. So Minnie again decided she wanted to create a friend <laughs> or, you know, play God. Um, so she created Minnie, or sorry, she, Minnie created Shelly May. <laughs> she tried and so hard. She did. And she did better this time, I think. Um, oh no, man! You saw the show. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I was. I was just gonna say uh, you can see this backstory in the My Friend Duffy show at Tokyo Disney Sea, um, where Duffy and Shelley May exchange um, pleasantries, where they're like, "I'm Duffy. I'm Shelley May. I'm Duffy. I'm Shelley May. Yeah, I'm Duffy. I'm Shelley like, May." Stop. It's like okay, we get it. We get okay, it. Guys. We get it. Um, and Shelley May officially debuted at Tokyo Disney Sea on January twenty second, two thousand and ten. Yeah, so that was like seven years ago. That's a while. And we talked about that, like mm-hmm. it was the eight a, hour line. It was an eight hour line. It was hell, and I think they realized how bad it was, like how bad it had gotten at that point, because they had already at that point started doing the the ticket return, like the fast pass for greetings. But they hadn't developed anything for the shops. And I think after that day, they realized, dude, this is this is yes, it's a moneymaker, but it's out of control. And we got to make the the purchasing experience not only better for the customers, but we got to get them out doing other things and spending money other places like, you know, in between their shopping time for Duffy, because if not, they're going to be in line for eight hours the entire day and they're not spending money anywhere else in the park. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, after that day they implemented the the return tickets for the shopping which thank goodness they did because it was much needed I, yeah i felt like so um like i was never there for the shelly may debut but the the gelatoni one 
I was there for his debut, which we'll talk about in a second. Mm-hmm. And that was okay. Like that it wasn't was very smooth. Yeah, it was like it wasn't perfect, but it was good. And then I felt the Stella Lou one was like it was perfectly fine. Yeah. Like it was super easy. Like it was just like in and out, you're done. Um, so OLC definitely learned from their mistakes. But it probably also helped too that, you know, by now people aren't as crazy for like Stella Lou stuff as they were for like the, you know, let's say maybe Shelly May. Like it's maybe like weaned a little bit, but either way, um, they've learned from their mistakes um on that think, front. Yeah, I think the peak was definitely hit like around the twenty fifth anniversary and Shelly May release time and then it kind of started to decline a little bit you know but it's still it's still very popular i think now it's like a mainstay character and i think correct me if i'm wrong was shelly may i feel like when she was released it was only at aunt pegs i believe so yeah i think so because i remember like like they were pulling out extra registers there and they were doing register they were ringing stuff up outside and because it's such a tiny shop you know, and then it after is. after she was released, they started releasing things. I want I want to say like it was it was not at the Mediterranean Harbor shop at first. It was at McDuck's and Aunt Peg's only, right? Yeah. Then then they eventually moved it to that the was, to the Galleria, and that was with Gelatoni, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's so. let's talk about Gelatoni. So. Gelatoni. Everyone loves Gelatoni. Um, what's his backstory? Well, his is not as... I guess he wasn't created by by Minnie. Let's <laughs> just put it that way. Um, He's like a cat, right? He's just like some yeah. random cat that can talk. Yeah. So Duffy was walking down the street one day, enjoying his gelato, and then he dropped it. And Gelatoni saw, saw this, like Gelatoni just happened to be around. And to help Duffy feel better, he dipped his tail in the gelato and then made a picture with it. And then they became friends. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And <clears throat> excuse me. Um, he's he's from Italy, so that's why they they opened his goods up to the shop in Mediterranean Harbor, right? And yeah, like that's made things so much easier because now you have three different shops you can shop at. You have the ticket return with the return time. Um, they've really they've really really improved the shopping experience from that time, right? And um, when he came out, they had, like, little hints that he was coming out. Like, they would have, like, uh, artwork popping up uh, near by the gondolas, right? So it was like, ooh, something's coming, you know? <laughs> um, and then they, and they, and they, like, in between, they would, like, periodically introduce these characters in shows. Like, I remember Shelley May was first introduced in the Christmas show um, that they had on the stage at the, um, at the SS Columbia and that was the first time she was introduced. Ooh. So uh, kind of like Stella Lou, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And um, so, and of course, the newest character. Um, and we, we've talked about her much more recently, Stella Lou. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, right? and just before we get to Stella Lou, Gelatoni made his debut on July 4th, 2014. Oh, I didn't know. I, for, I forgot that it was the 4th of July. Yeah. So it was three <laughs> years ago. So Gelatoni has been with us for three years now. And now Stella Lou, the newest Duffy friend, Duffy friend, um, she debuted on March 30th, 2017 at Tokyo Disney Sea with her merchandise and stuff. Um, 
And her backstory is Duffy was in the American waterfront and he met a little bunny who was dancing in front of the SS Columbia. When she stumbled, Duffy was concerned and she assured Duffy that she was all right and was just practicing for her dream to become a ballerina or a dancer. Um, and then that's when Duffy got confused and said, um, I thought dreams are only for when you're sleeping. And then she assured Duffy that no, dreams are for... Dreams are also things that you want to do when you grow up. Oh, our 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 poor little Duffy. Poor Duffy. <laughs> He's so simple sometimes. I know, but he has <laughs> he has friends to explain things for him, which is good, you know. Uh, so now we have there's there's four there's four characters in this little realm, and they all the, talk now. Yep. Because at first they didn't talk, you know, for the longest time. So it's yeah. kind of. Now everyone talks, so it's kind of interesting. I re- I think, like, I don't know about you. What do you think? Because I kind of like Duffy when he didn't talk. Um, hmm. I feel like there was something, uh, like, much more, like, much more innocent and cute. And, and I don't know, like, just something really lovely about Duffy before he started talking. And, and like, he's still cute now, but I feel like, the way they would portray the character, like the walk around character was a little different, like a lot slower. And now he's much more animated because now we know what he he talks like and everything. And I guess like they, they kind of can imagine him, I guess, talking. I don't know when they're when they're showing the way he acts. So I feel like the way they portray him is a little different now. Hmm. You know, I never really thought about it. Um, it does. I, I, I guess for me, I know I like characters that talk. Yeah, I guess. Otherwise, I don't know. To me, it feels creepy if a character can't talk. <laughs> it's kind of true. So I don't know. I I, I kind of prefer them talking. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Just me. <laughs> um. So, of course, like we've kind of talked about this already, but like merchandise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. There's so much merchandise. <laughs> With Duffy and friends, I feel like um, we're missing a lot. Like, th- like there's kind of a lot of really interesting th- things that have happened with the merchandise. Like, they have this very high end merchandise line that I'm not sure if a lot of people visiting the parks, um, like from overseas, know about. And I mean, this is like some fancy, fancy clothes. You know, this is like way more expensive than the clothes I usually even buy myself. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we're talking uh, like over a hundred dollars. I mean, yeah, it's pretty for a stuffed animal, you know. It's it's and pretty. People pay it. People yeah. pay it. Well, it, the thing is, they're actually very beautiful. They are. They're like they're like if you're a fan, you're like you are definitely gonna like it or love it because yeah, it is of quality because people in Japan like quality, so it makes sense. It's definitely for collectors. I would. Oh say. yeah, it's definitely not for casual people like us. Oh, wait, are we casual? I don't know. Are we in the middle? I really don't know where we are. We're kind of like in the middle. Like, because I feel like casual people would not have a box of costumes in their closet. Yeah, that's true. I do have a box of Duffy costumes. I feel like we're in between. (laughs) But I would not, I would not buy the Duffy and Shelly Mae wedding outfits. That's a bit much. Are those even still on sale? I feel like they are. They're so beautiful, though. They are. They're, they're they really, really are. nice. 
but expensive I, though they're i can't justify the thing is i can't justify it because the oh, costumes no. that i do have are in the closet i don't bring them out i never use them so mm-hmm. i i like have not been able to justify buying another costume until the christmas costume <laughs> until the nutcracker happened and, and I'll I'll tell you what though the Christmas costumes I do use them more often I'll pull them out like I'll use them like as house decorations for Christmas time and the same with the Halloween costumes so if I am gonna buy a costume and I wonder if it's the same for other people like my buying time would be Halloween or Christmas ah that's a good point I would say I'm probably the same like right? Halloween and Christmas because yeah like they could be part of the decorations because you know we don't like. I don't know about you, but I don't really decorate the house unless it's Halloween or Christmas. Any like any other season, I don't decorate. Yeah, I only de- yeah I only decorate for Halloween and Christmas. So it's nice to like bring like bring out those costumes and use them, so they're part of the decorations, right? Yeah. Ah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, like talking about costumes. So how do the costumes work in terms of like when are they released and how do they? Like, how does it work? Like, really? Um, so they have new costumes for almost every event. I say almost every event. It's not for every single one. Um, so as we already said, there's stuff like for Halloween, for Christmas. Um, they'll sometimes do winter ones. Um, and yeah. then they'll sometimes do Easter. Oh, and uh, New Year's, I guess. Because uh, they'll sometimes do the kimono ones. Or no... No, or, or, they've no. never done if they if they brought out Tanabata. kimono ones, I would buy that. Yeah, was it a Tanabata? Tanabata, they do. They did. They did it for Tanabata a few years ago. Yeah, they they didn't do it this year for some reason. No. Oh, probably because of Duffy. And Sh- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they didn't do it. Anyway, but yeah. So, um, yeah, Christmas, Halloween are the biggest ones, so they'll always do the costumes for that. Yeah. The other seasons, it's kind of hit or miss. So and sometimes they will just release costumes that really aren't tied to anything. They'll no. just release them. And that's fine. Like I like I appreciate the seasonal costumes. Like when they released the ra- the um, raincoat costume, I thought that was that was a must buy. It was really cute cuz I wanted my Duffy to have a raincoat. This is back I think when it was only Duffy, you know, and I thought, "Oh, this is we need this." You know. <laughs> That's true. I wish they would re-release like like a new version of the raincoat, like for all the characters, like next year. For is anybody listening? I feel like I wonder if anybody's listening. Like a raincoat costume for everybody, you know, like their rainy day costumes, and maybe they can <gasps> even June? have like a little umbrella. Yeah, for June, you know. Oh my goodness, for the rainy season. Oh my goodness, Wouldn't that I would be amazing? buy. Them. I would buy them all. Oh like my goodness, really, yes. really cute rain uh, raincoats. <laughs> Oh you my know? goodness! Um, oh, and there's a sweet Duffy, of course. Um, yeah, and we should talk about that, like the events, like that are connected to Duffy, right? Like Sweet Duffy was the first like Duffy event, and this happens in the winter, uh, mm-hmm. so like January to March, because there's never there, there's not usually any events happening, so they just kind of made one up. Yeah, and it just it works. It's mainly just to sell merchandise, which is fine. But it's cute merchandise. Like, Sweet Duffy merchandise, I would say, is probably some of the most popular, like, um, in terms of the uh, baking goods that come with it. Because a lot of that stuff tends to sell out. Well, because it's useful, too. Yeah, it's not it's, it's not something that just collects dust most of the time. Mm-hmm. You can actually use it. Yeah. So, and um, sweets, like baking sweets and stuff, is really popular here. 
you you kind of have to do it if you're like a girl <laughs> pretty much you know? yeah yeah oh my goodness um and yeah so like all the different duffy merchandise and stuff um they do have different size duffies shelly mays gelatonis and stella Lou's. um like the, for the duffies they have the like the normal sized ones you know, the ones that everyone carries around and puts the costumes on. Then there's like the really big ones that you can kind of, it's almost like a small child. Um, and then it, there's it like, the size of a small child. and then there's like the gigantic Duffy and Shelley May ones, which are like four or $500 or something like that. And that's like the size of a, like a, I don't know, a teenager. Like it's not. I would say it's the size of a 10 year old child. <laughs> it's It's pretty big. It is huge. And I've seen people buy them and carry them around. I want to do that. I want to do that with a giant gelatoni. Aren't those like pretty like pretty close to your size? It is pretty close to my size. <laughs> so it's like so it's like carrying yourself around. I know. And just for a day until I take it home and then I would never bring it to the parks again, but for that one day and I want it to be a winter day, I want to carry it oh. around everywhere. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and speaking of winter, um, so wintertime they release um, like special limited editions of like the Duffy's, Duffy and sometimes Shelly Mae, like these Stife dolls. Um, and Stife are like really high-end, uh, nice teddy bears that you can buy, like really expensive teddy bears. And I have two of the mini ones from, I forgot what year, but they were really cute. But man, they were pricey. And um, they also will release every new year um, a limited edition, like in a nice box and everything, uh, like Duffy or I think this year was Shelly Mae. Uh, yeah, you're right. It was right? Shelly Mae. But they're really nice and they're like in a nice box. And it's like, it's not like, it's not like the Duffy that you carry around the park. This is like a definitely like a collector's thing, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely for... Yeah, for the hardcore people. Oh, for sure. But it's Oof. really well made. And, and you know, the thing is, like, when we think of hardcore people, we think of, like, Duffy fans. But actually, like, teddy bears in general have their own hardcore collector base for, like, outside of Duffy. You know, that are like a, a like, teddy bear collector base. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's, like, a, there's a whole other audience that we we probably don't consider that that but maybe they also collect these things you know that's true um so if you want to buy some of the stuffy merchandise uh there are three there are now three places at tokyo disney sea which we've mentioned but i'll mention again um there is the galleria which is in the front of the park um in the mediterranean harbor uh, mcduck's department store which is also or sorry which is in the american waterfront so it's on the way when you're walking towards either big band beat or tower of terror it's like right in the middle there can't miss it um and then there's also aunt pegs which is in cape cod so those are the three places you can buy uh duffy merchandise and um you cannot buy Duffy merchandise in Bon Voyage, which is the store outside of the parks, which is by Myhama Station. Duffy stuff is not available there. And I know a lot of people tend to get confused about that. So just to make it clear, it's only at Tokyo Disney Sea at those three stores. That's the only place you can get it. Um, so besides merchandise, there's also uh, the meet and greets. 
Um, so you can meet Duffy at uh, in Cape Cod, and he's right beside the Transit Steamliner, the Tokyo Disney Sea Transit Steamliner. Um, and he'll he'll be wearing like his seasonal outfits and stuff like that. Um, and then for Shelley May, you can meet her in the American Waterfront. So if you're in the American Waterfront water park area, if you're looking right at the Tower of Terror, um, she is to the right. And you won't, you will not miss her. Uh, she's not constant like Duffy is, so she's only there at certain times. So uh, you'll just have to ask a cast member to ask when she is out next. Um, unfortunately, there is no meet and greet for Gelatonia Stella Lou at Disney Sea, and we have no see idea. My, see my theory at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we don't know if it's ever going to happen. We have no idea. Um, maybe. But uh, you can meet them at Hong Kong Disneyland, so that's pretty cool. If you want to meet Gelatoni and Stella Lou, you can do that at Hong Kong Disneyland. Um, and you should enter- probably just visit Hong Kong Disneyland. Like, if you're if you're coming all the way over here, it's so nearby, and it's a really charming park. I would visit both. I would visit Tokyo Disney Resort and Hong Kong Disneyland, for sure. Visit if all three. Visit all three. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do Shanghai, too. Why not? Since, Throw them all. Yeah. Just do them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just do them all. It's easy. It's easy. Um, and then in terms of entertainment with these characters at Disney Sea, um, they do show up in the various seasonal shows. Um, and by that, I mean the shows that are in the Mediterranean Harbor. Um, so like the Christmas shows. Um, I don't know. If, was Gelatonia in the Christmas show last year? Okay. I don't remember. I don't watch that. I don't watch it anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, the, uh, these characters do show up randomly, it seems, um, in a lot of these seasonal shows at Disney Sea only. Um, if anything, it's at least Duffy and Shelley May. Um, Gelatoni, sometimes he's in it, sometimes he's not. And Stella Lou is too, she's too new. We don't know yet. Um, I feel like they'll throw her on the Christmas boat that drives around. <laughs> probably. Just to add something new to it. You know what I mean? And call it new. Yeah. It's all new. Um, we added a character. Uh, there is a brand new show, which is only happening for a limited time until March of 2018. Uh, it's called Step to Shine, uh, which is the temporary replacement for A Table is Waiting in the American Waterfront in front of the SS Columbia. And this has Stella Lou in it, Gelatoni, Duffy, and Shelley May. It's a cute show. Yeah, I heard it's cute, too. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I want to give it a try. Um, and then, of course, as we already mentioned like four or five times already, uh, there is the my Duff, my, sorry, my Duffy friend, my friend Duffy show at Cape Cod Cookoff, um, and currently that does not have Stella Lou. It just has Duffy, Shelley May, and Gelatoni. And with this show, um, I, I know we've mentioned it before in other podcasts, but how it works is when you go there, there's two spots in Cape Cod. On the left side is um, for people who just want to eat, like just order food and eat and not watch the show. So that usually has a shorter line. If you go on the right side, you're probably going to see a long line. And this is for people that are waiting to watch the show. So what you have to do is get in the line. And then when you finally get into the building, you have to order something. You have to order at least a drink. Um, And then you can go and watch the show. And the show is done in two parts. They're, what, five minutes each? I think five, 10 minutes each. 
Yeah. Um, and they are played on a continuous basis. So they will play one show, there'll be a little break, then they'll play the other show, then it'll be a break, and then they'll just start over again. And you are giving a little, like, a, a time limit. So they will write on a, on your card when your time is up. So you can stay there the entire time that you're allotted, and then they're, then you're going to have to leave. But they give you more than enough time to be able to see the show, the entire show. So it's perfect. And if you go during a weekday, there won't be a line. If you go on the weekend or like when there's a goods release, so they release new products on a weekday, then for sure there will be a line. But um, usually on the weekdays, it's not it's not bad at all. You can just walk in, you know. And also um, keep in mind um, that the show ends well before the park closes. It's usually around five o'clock. So just check the times guide. Um, on the day that you're visiting, just to make sure so you don't, you know, so you don't miss it. That's a really good point. Yeah, I've been burned by that a few times, so <laughs> I, I want to make sure other people aren't. Yeah. Um, and then, so we've talked about, um, you know, all these characters in Tokyo Disney Sea, but they do exist in the other parks here in Asia as well. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a huge, huge presence in Hong Kong Disneyland now. All the characters are there. Um, there's uh, meet and greets now, as you, we've already mentioned. And there's merchandise. And it's a mixture of merchandise that's available here in Tokyo. But they also have their exclusive merchandise, too. So if you if you really want to, like, complete your collection of Duffy merchandise, Duffy and Friends merchandise, you're going to have to go to Hong Kong, too. You will. You have oh, you to. Know- Speaking of like the international parks, we never mentioned that Duffy had a brief stint in the U.S. Mm-hmm. He did. We actually had like Duffy, you know, they the tried, proper Duffy. They tried to introduce Duffy to the U.S. like at Epcot Center, and he's gone now. I don't know. I don't know if he's ever coming. I don't, maybe he's not coming back. And they had him at I California Adventure, right? Yeah, I. Don't see him coming back. It just didn't take off in the U.S. It just it didn't. didn't work. But they still sell the merch, sad. which is so interesting. Yeah, I guess it's easy. Yeah, it's just like you just put it there and people will buy it. I guess I don't know. It's <laughs> kind of sad. It's you know, we love Duffy over here. We really do. And um, actually, in in Paris, they also yeah. have a presence as well, right? Yeah, um, I think it's just. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just Duffy and Shelley May. I don't think the other two are there. Well, no, Stella Lou is definitely not there, no. uh, but I don't think Gelatoni is yet. And Shelley May has some really nice costumes there. Mm-hmm. Very cute. And then, oh, so going back to Asia, Shanghai has for the summer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they Duffy and Shelley May hose you down. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for the their daytime parade, um, yeah, Duffy and Shelley may have like a little pre parade where they just kind of spray you with water, which is super cute. I'm kind of excited about that. <laughs> um, and Duffy debuted at Shanghai Disneyland when the park opened, so he was there from the beginning. Um, and then Shelley May was recently introduced there, so that's pretty. That's cute. And then outside of the parks, um, for the oh. first time, right? Oh, um, Alani. Alani, yeah. Yeah, so there's... Um, and Gelatoni just debuted in Alani. 
Yeah, uh, some cute, a few months ago. cute merch. Um, some very, very kind listeners uh, brought me some requested items. Thank you, thank you, thank you again. I cannot thank you enough. I It has brought me so much joy. <laughs> so, yeah, it's ridiculous. This, they have so. this diving costume and, um, oh my God, like like the like little things with the Aulani print on it. It's like, it's, it's, oh my, I can't even, you know? <laughs> can't even right now. Yeah. Um, so I guess like overall, who would you say does a better job with Duffy and Friends? Disney Sea or Hong Kong Disneyland? Because those are the two places that have the most presence. Um, I would say like I, I would say Disney Sea just because I like the design of the merch in Hong Kong a lot of it because they have some really really interesting items, but mm-hmm. I like a lot of the quality of the merch that we get here. That's true. We get a lot. We like our merchandise changes so much. Like we're constantly getting new costumes and all these things, and they're being put into shows and stuff like that. And you know, it kind of sucks that we don't have all the greetings, but. But yeah, I, I definitely agree. <laughs> Tokyo Disney Sea. And I love what Hong Kong does, though, because it's it's very it feels like very like Hong like Hong Kong style, and it's interesting because it's like it's almost like it's a mix of like it's a mix of East and West. So it's a mix of like the Western kind of like design sense, like the some of the goods that you would see in the states, mm-hmm. and a mix of like some of the design sense over here in Asia, like some really like like kind of unique merch, like the the camera straps and like the little costumes and everything. So it's kind of, it's really interesting. (laughs) We are very fortunate over here in the, in the Asian parks. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, before we move on to our park tip, um, who, so you have to pick one character out of the four, which one my favorite is. Well, who is it? Share with everyone. Well, it used to And why? And why? And tell me why. Tell us why. Like, okay, so when, obviously when it first came out, I loved, I, I really liked, I really liked the idea of Duffy. I liked the idea of like a, because te- I like teddy bears, you know, but um, like the more that Duffy talked, <laughs> the less I grew to like him. I mean, I know it sounds terrible, but um, so I really, I also really like cats. So I, when Gelatoni was announced, I really, I fell in love with Gelatoni. I fell in love with Gelatoni. I like that he's a cat. I like that he's from Europe. He's got his little European style. Um, I like that he's from Italy. I, I think he's just really, really cute. And he's really spunky, you know? And I think cats mm-hmm. are also very mischievous and slightly evil. So I feel like behind his spunky facade, he might have a little evil, like some deviousness um, that, you know, they don't show at the Disney parks, but you know it's there. So I, mm-hmm. I really like Gelatoni. <laughs> <laughs> And so for me, um, I really had to think about this. So I do like Gelatoni. I really like Gelatoni. I I do. I really do. But I have to go with Duffy. And the reason for that is, um, so when I first came to uh, Tokyo Disney Sea back in 2010, mm-hmm. um, that's when I first saw Duffy and I saw everybody carrying Duffy. And I, you know, at the time I had no idea what this was. I'm like, why is everyone carrying a teddy bear around? Like, what is that? I don't get it. And uh, one of my friends, she brought her Duffy with her. And she explained to me what it was and everything. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Um, So that just really stuck in my mind. 
as like one of the things that I, that, that I, that I, um, that I remember the most from that trip in 2010, my, my very first trip. Um, and then, um, when he was released in the U S in 2011, I was, I was so thrilled and, um, I was able to get a, a Duffy from the U.S. parks, from Disneyland, from California Adventure, and that is that is that is my first Duffy, and I still have him today, and he's here with me, and I dress him up in all the Tokyo Disney, um, like the you know all the costumes and stuff like that. So, I guess Duffy is very special to me in that sense. That's so cool that you got your Duffy in the states. Mm-hmm. I, I have like a that. U.S. Duffy. He is not a Japanese Duffy. He is an import, just like me. (laughs) (laughs) Except he's from the U.S. and I'm from Canada, so, you know. You know, there's something (laughs) very comforting about teddy bears in general, Mm -hmm. I feel. You know, like, it's like that classic toy that every, almost every kid has growing up, you know. And there's just something very endearing about, like, you know, a classic teddy bear. And that's what Duffy is, you know, but with a Disney spin. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's probably one of the reasons why it just resonates with so many people. Oh, for sure. You know. And of course, you know, really good marketing <laughs> also helps. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> I think it also helps that the the fans kind of created their own culture around it. And like they brought so much creativity to this little bear. You know, they, they designed these really elaborate, gorgeous costumes you know that, like, y- you would wish that they would sell in the store because, like, people would, like, create for each event. Like, before they would sell event costumes, they would design the costumes ahead of time. Like, and not just for Disney Sea, but also for Disneyland, they'd have their Duffies wearing the costumes that the characters are wearing. And they were perfect down to the last detail, you know. And, and people put so much love into these little bears. I think that kind of helped it grow here, too, you know, that this this passion that these people had for this little teddy bear which is really interesting you know uh duffy we love you (laughs) i know and i know like like our listeners there's a lot of people that like they're not the big like they not i want to say they're not the biggest fans of duffy maybe they don't like duffy at all um but you know i feel like it's something like there's there's got to be a nice healthy middle ground right you shouldn't hate duffy because he's just a teddy bear. You know what I mean? But And you shouldn't go the other direction either. You shouldn't be obsessed with him. Because he's just a little teddy bear. You should just... <laughs> he's just know, a teddy bear. It's en- just fun. Enjoy these things for what they are. I mean, I mean, if we're going to say, oh, Mar- Disney's evil marketing, guess what? Everything Disney does is, is evil marketing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Where do we draw the line? You know, like... Like, people are like, oh, Duffy, it's just a moneymaker. You know, it's just like, whatever, Disney just made it. Like, but, like, people forget, like, look at Epcot. Figment was this character that wasn't, like, he was, like, original to the park. You know, Figment is the original Duffy, you know? And, <laughs> and um, you know, maybe because he's older, people have, like, I don't know, like, this, like, uh, this love for him. But, like, he, he started out as a marketing tool once upon a time, too. You know, and we love him today. So, Duffy, Duffy's good. And Orange Bird. He was a total marketing tool. So he's selling oranges, you know. <laughs> and we love Orange Bird, you know. So, it's okay, you guys. It's just a teddy bear. Just relax. It's all good. 
Okay, so I think I think that's pretty good for for Duffy and Friends. We 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 could spend hours and hours talking about it, but like really, we could have like a really detailed timeline. But you know, we don't. That would be like we'd have to do a series of podcasts, and I don't think I don't know. I don't think everybody would be on board for that. So. <laughs> yeah, it would be like a three four hour podcast, but yeah. So um, park tip, our park tip. Um, this is related to Duffy. Um, I kind of, I, I guess I kind of gave it away already, but, um, how to meet Duffy and Shelley May at Tokyo Disney Sea. Um, Duffy is in Cape Cod, um, and he's right by the Tokyo Disney Sea transit steam lighter. Um, he's very popular, especially when he has his seasonal outfits on. So the best thing to do is... Um, you're going to, you're going to have to make a decision here. Either you get fast passes for something or you wait for Duffy. You kind of have to choose here because the lines always get very long. Like when I, by long, I mean 90 minutes plus for a lot of, yeah. yeah, So if you really want that photo, you're going to have to do it, like do it first. Like as soon as the, the gates open, you beeline it for Cape Cod and get your, picture in there and even if you do that i guarantee you there's going to be 50 other people ahead of you already so you're going to have to be very vigilant with that just like you're like if you're being vigilant for the you know getting fast pass for toy story or nemo and friends sea rider take that exact like mentality and apply it <laughs> to this line um but for shelly may it's not as bad uh she's in the american waterfront uh, in Waterfront Park and to the right of Tower Terror, if you're looking at it or facing it. Um, and she's not there all day. She kind of, she, she has shifts, you know, she, Shelly, Shelly May needs a break every once in a while. Um, so pay attention to uh, the times guide. And also you can ask a cast member and they'll be able to tell you the next time she will come out. Um, and it's pretty easy to kind of see if she's coming out soon, because there will be a line. Uh, people always uh, queue up for her as well. It's not as bad as Duffy, though. So it's usually okay. Um, <clears throat> Can I ask for a bonus tip? Sure. Okay, so I know you've been to <clears throat> Hong Kong recently. What's the greeting situation like over there right now? Um, it's not as bad, to be quite honest. Um because it's um, it's right on Main Street and the queue doesn't get very long. I think the longest I waited was maybe 10, 15 minutes. Okay, so that hasn't changed. They they have no. really reasonable queues there. Okay, and where is that right now? Um, it's in the Fuji Film um, building. Okay, which is which is right on Main Street, USA. Awesome. Super easy. Super easy to find. Super easy. And I guess we should also add that. So in Hong Kong, you can take lots of pictures. Um, but in Tokyo Disney Resort, they will limit you to one picture. All right. Yeah, that's true. So make it good. <laughs> you know, so just like, <laughs> make you know, it so count. Even after waiting in that line, man. So you get one picture. So. Yep. There is no millions of pictures, unfortunately, just because the line does get very, very long. Yeah. They're trying to so move it along. Yeah. All right. So uh, listener question. We'll go through this very quickly. Um, and this, the, this question in particular isn't from just one specific person. This is from a variety of people. Um, this, cause this was actually asked quite a bit across 
social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all these places. Um, and the question is, how do we know what merchandise will sell out at Tokyo Disney Resort? Uh, the short answer, we don't know. It's true. Um, Um, But we have, like, educated guesses. Yeah. I guess. Like, after seeing trends the past few years. So, like, what are are trends that you look for? Um, Cute pass cases. Yeah. Those sell out. They do. Like, if it's, like, a really unique design or if it's a very popular event. um, Or if it has something kind of unique about it, it'll sell out. Yeah, so the pass case holders at Easter sold out, like, before the event even started. Yeah. Um, And same with the summer one, but they came back. The summer ones came back. The Easter ones didn't. Yeah. Which is really, so, like, it's, so, yeah, it's kind of hard to predict if it's going to come back even 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 after it sells out in the first bit. Those Easter ones were weird, man. I don't know what was going on with it. I guess because it looked like a magazine, like a fashion magazine, which is kind of unique. Um, yeah, and I guess, yeah, very popular. Like when they make like something um, that has like a particularly unique look that they haven't done before and it's useful, it will sell out. So, for example, um, the, what was it called? Um the the first Easter show that they would do at Disney Sea, um, Spring Voyage. Okay, yeah. Is that what it was called? I yeah. So they had a suitcase looking tote bag. Oh, I know what you're talking. You about. You know what I'm talking about. The first yeah. time that they sold it, and that I knew it was going to sell out. I bought it the first day, and it was gone. Because the design was so good. And the popcorn bucket was also that little suitcase design that Mickey would carry in the show. And you could tell just because it was like a it was like a really clever, unique idea. It just suited the shape so well. You know, you know, you knew that was going to fly. Anything useful and anything that's like a decent price. So like if it's cooking goods, like for like we mentioned, the Duffy, uh, Sweet Duffy event cooking goods, those sometimes will sell out just because people use them. Uh, it's like a big thing to make uh, chocolates for Valentine's Day here and because it's Duffy. So you got like that double thing going, right? And then sometimes you'll have things that's not limited, like the, like, okay, do you remember when uh, they first released the, the little rice scoops for the, the rice cookers? yeah do you remember those were like 500 yen and so everybody wanted it because it's something you use because you you serve rice with a lot of meals here you know and it was so darn cheap that everybody's like oh i gotta have it you know so those things sold out you know so like you just have to kind of like you have to guess it out so if what i would do is i would look at disney fan magazine or look at the tdr explorer website and see what goods are coming out and you're kind of like if you see that it's a really clever or unique design and it's useful like point number two it's probably going to sell out yeah it's like it's a combination of things yeah and it's really hard to predict it is it's it's sometimes i'll predict something's going to sell out and it doesn't so it's it's really hard um clothing is another thing especially event clothing like seasonal um like uh, like a good example is the the pirates t-shirts this oh, yeah. past summer those are most of the sizes are gone now and they're not going to come back 
And that was a combination because they also had a promotion going where they were selling the photo props, right? Mm-hmm. And not selling, but giving away photo props. Yeah, if you spent so much money on certain merchandise, you got, like, free props, yeah. If you bought a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so, yeah, it, it's not... It's not a cut and dry answer, I guess. Um, and most like seasonal merchandise usually goes on sale or not usually it does go on sale before the event even starts, usually a week. Yes. So watch um, out. So um, keep an eye out for that. Um, we do publish this information ahead of time for you guys. So you all know well in advance when stuff goes on sale. So um, if you're really, really keen, then, you know, it's it's. It's really good to know that. Um, usually, if stuff sells out and it's not and it's not a limited edition something um, at the beginning of the event, usually it'll come back. And I say usually, not all the time, yeah. but usually it does. Um, but if stuff starts selling out near the end of the event, like I would say about maybe a month, like if it's a long event, um, probably the last month, if stuff starts selling out, it's not going to come back. No. I mean, um, and that's common sense, right? Because they're not going to yeah. restock because they'd, they'd have to make more and then they're going to be stuck with all this extra merch, right? So yeah. and another thing like I would be like, I, which I think is a little unfortunate is like you said, they do start selling things ahead of time before the event. What I wish they would do was hold aside a certain amount of stock for the first few days of the event because I, what I find lately is that things are selling out before the event even starts, which I think is really unfortunate. Yeah, that's a, it gets a little annoying. Yeah, it is, you know. So. I think I, th- I think it's a combination of t- stuff just being popular, but also they've been cracking down on resellers yeah. as well, um, like putting limits on stuff, which I agree with. Yeah. Uh, they should have they limits. Shouldn't. Someone shouldn't, like one single person shouldn't be able to go there and buy the entire shelf. I don't think that's fair. Yeah. So um, they're getting pretty good at that. So that's nice. Um but the lesson, long story short, if you see something you want and you're on the fence about it, just buy it. Yeah, I would. <laughs> because you don't know if it's going to be there the next day. Like, you know, even the next day it might be gone. Mm-hmm. And it definitely will not be there the next time you come back, especially if you don't live here. And like, um, let's say you maybe come to Japan every once every few years. Um, that item will not be there again. So no. buy it. Buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. That's the best advice we can give. It's just, just buy it. <laughs> We're terrible. Or are we? I don't know. I don't know. I think, you know, you have to, you have to have some fun in your life. And if, like something gives you joy. It's okay. <laughs> just buy it. Just buy it. <laughs> okay. So that's it for show 96. We're getting Yay. closer to a hundred. I know. And we've only got, we've, We've got a couple suggestions, so um, keep sending us your suggestions, what you want for the 100th show, and hurry up, because we're getting close. Uh, you can send them to us at our email, contact at tdrexplorer.com, and you can also send your questions and suggestions for the show as a whole to the same email address. Uh, make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Give us those five stars, please, and thank you. Um, and make sure you tell everybody about us. If you know someone planning a trip to Japan, to Hong Kong, to Shanghai, well, you know exactly where to send them to us, right? Uh, you can find 
us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter and Instagram at tdrexplorer, and also on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the Good Witch, apparently. Um, uh, and also the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And when I'm not doing good witch things, I'm also eating. I guess, is that a good witch thing? I have no idea. <laughs> um, and if you want to follow me personally, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Explorer Nelge. And that is Explorer, N-I-L-G-H-E. And joining, as always, is the Bad Witch. And the Bad Witch. Gelatoni <laughs> is my familiar. The- <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow me at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and on Instagram. You guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much always for listening and keep exploring. Until next time, Explorers. Bye.